Hello. Welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner. Welcome to episode 48.0. Shout out to Walt Gilmore, the GOAT, our favorite player and most the popular player, Walt Gilmore. I know people have been waiting for that. Of the Rung Muck Podcast, Drinker Magazine's customer service podcast, offering news, recommendations, and opinions from the world of sports, music, and pop culture. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl. And across from me, via the power of the internet, we got on the ones and twos, producer Gary. What's up, my man? What up? What up? Just glad we get to How's celebrate the goat on this podcast. We've been we've been preaching, man. No one is a bigger fan of 1970s basketball than us. We've said that mm-hmm. this podcast was actually supposed to be a strictly 1970s basketball podcast. Yeah, very niche market though. Very niche market. So we wind it up. However, if it was what we intended, oh man, we'd be talking. We'd be talking. What was his name again? We'd be talking <laughs> Walt Gilmore. We'd be talking Walt All Gilmore day. every week, baby. Yeah. Well, I'd have <laughs> a lot day. more to say. Like that's why I don't really give too much on these these basketball parts because I don't well, know. I don't know thing. a lot of modern basketball. I'm a '70s guy. It's it's unfortunate for you because when we were planning this podcast, I told you this years ago that mm-hmm. this was the plan, and yeah. so I said start prepping. I can't even the listeners don't understand how many you've been interviewing Walt's family for years, reading. Mm-hmm biographies autobiographies listening to podcasts about him going into databases and archives yeah well i binged the nba seasons from 70 to 79 you watched a decade decade worth of basketball basketball. yeah and and now it's and now it's useless so i i mean this is your time to shine do you want to maybe so pick your number one personal fact about walt Mm -hmm. um just something that you learned uh, upon your research just but this is your time to shine gary yeah, just well, a fun fact about Walt. Fun fact about Walt. Uh, I actually got from his grandma. I was interviewing his grandma back in uh, 2013, I think it was. That's crazy that she was still alive because he was about 30 years old in 1970. Yeah, well, she was, yeah, she's 125, I think, at yeah, the time. Wow, yeah, wow, that's like beautiful. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, oldest living person was mm-hmm. his grandma. Not a lot so of people know that. That's not the fun fact, though. That's a little bonus fact, though. A little bo- bonus fact. But apparently, when Walt was uh, six years old, he suffered a traumatic brain injury. And at the time, he was uh, a big, big soccer player. And after after the injury, he just like couldn't couldn't work out how to use his feet any longer. Couldn't really kick. Wow. So, yeah, couldn't really kick. So he, he's, he just kept grabbing the ball. And he's like, oh, you can't be playing soccer if you don't know how to kick a ball. So then they, they, they threw him in basketball. And yeah. here, here we are today. He's an NBA that, legend. That's almost unbelievable. That yeah. is crazy. Wow. Yeah. What, very inspiring, though. Oh, super inspiring. Like, Jeez. He was going to be a soccer player, unfortunately, yeah. you know. Life now, isn't I've fair, got, right? 
now during that interview because i i looked over a lot of those notes i actually mm-hmm. came across an interesting fact as well yeah uh and not a lot so we've we've talked about popeye joins in the past one of our favorite basketball players ever yeah. he actually kind of had the opposite problem of popeye popeye had huge eyes oh really not a lot of people know that well hence popeye not mm-hmm. a lot of people know that walt both were glass eyes he had two glass eyes that he mm-hmm. was playing with yeah made him technically legally entirely blind yet he played on yeah he Not suffered a through know. a lot of hardships like people don't know tons of hardship two separate instances too the brain mm-hmm. injury entirely different from the eye injury yeah yeah couldn't yeah, see so, couldn't really use his legs too much but no yeah, still played, played in the played nba basketball. yeah for for quite a long time yeah, yeah. to be fair um, his teammates were mostly accountants and plumbers. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of real athletes around in the 70s. However, no. an inspirational story. Nonetheless, that's just a little sneak peek as to what mm-hmm. people could have been getting had we stuck to our true plan. Unfortunately, now, we got to cover the 2020 bubble. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we got to talk about modern day basketball. Yeah. As well as we, we, got, we got all types of vibes today of all, of all sorts from all realms. Unfortunately, no Carson Cooper this week. Unfortunately, unavailable. No Caleb Beer this week either. Mm. Um, and again, I don't like to slander. I don't like to put people's business out there. Carson was just busy with family stuff. Caleb, on the other hand, is actually organizing a military coup mm. in a certain country that we're not going to say, but it we're does gonna... rhyme yeah. with Fourth Korea. Now, mm. that's all we'll say. But he, he is organizing again a military coup. He so, did tell me about that. I got the invite actually, but couldn't. Make oh, it. really? Yeah. I okay. Must have gotten lost in the mail. Yeah. Would have been nice. Would have been nice to get the invite. Sounds like a big deal. Yeah. But um, okay, that's fine. No, that's okay. That's cool. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> mine just got lost. So, Gary, I give you the chance every week. I again like to put the ball in your court. No mm-hmm. pun intended. Would you want to start with? A little bit of basketball, or do you want to start elsewhere? Again, you pick the same thing every week, but yeah. again, if you want to switch it up, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, well, I appreciate you giving pick me time over. to think about it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I think I'm going to have to... It's tough, man. I don't know. I think, I think yeah. I'm going to have to go a little bit of basketball on this one. You're, you're going to go basketball first? All right. Yeah. From from this era? Uh, unfortunately, like I would prefer <laughs> to talk about the 70s, yeah. but... But unfortunately, we can't. The, the people don't want it. people. Yeah. So I got I got a few vibes. I got a few anti vibes. We're going to run through them pretty quickly. First vibe, the Raptors first sweep in franchise history. Very convincing mm-hmm. from game one. You watch game one. You think, yeah. look, that was the only game that was going to give many stumbles just because of that mental block the Raptors have. But that team defense against a scrappy Brooklyn Nets team credit to Brooklyn. Like that was a fun series to watch because they just will not go away mm-hmm. but that Ra- the raptors team defense is so impenetrable and then that just takes so much of a load off on offense where pascal siakam as a star player he doesn't have to score 30 points every game he doesn't have to s- score 40 he doesn't have to uh be putting the ball in iso situations because everyone's going to chip in and the defense is going to supplement them on the other end very yeah. fun time to be raptors fan game one against the celtics is happening this Thursday, people are going to be listening and watching this likely on the 26th. On the 27th is that game one against Boston. And here's my prediction. I think the winner of that Boston Celtics series, you can lock them in to the NBA Finals. I can, yeah. 
I could see that. Now you're I think that's going to be a good series, though. Like, yeah, I'm a It'll big... It'll be great. Yeah, I'm going to be a... I'm, I'm a Celtics fan, but I'm also... I'm not too hardcore with it, so you know I, yeah. I got to support the only Canadian team in basketball. I I respect it, man. Yeah. The Celtics a uh, very similar um, sort of dynamic in terms of that collective uh, offense and collective. Yeah, they don't have that like one player that they they're looking at to go like carry the team, right? They have like like the Raptors are they got a pretty deep lineup, like they got yeah. they got talent all across the board. Jason uh, Jason Tatum again like that that dude is a star but again you have Kemba Walker you have Gordon Hayward you have Jalen Brown who's been incredible especially in the second half of the season like they have so many pieces that they can go to that again it takes that load off like the Celtics have the number one guy and so do the Raps very clearly but mm-hmm. neither of those guys have to go for 40 in order to close yeah. out a series so that is going to be that in itself that upcoming series is a vibe in and of itself now I'll jump Two and 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 the hit I vibe that I don't think you're going to see coming, Gary. Now, the Charlotte Hornets, mm-hmm. North Carolina. That's a place. That's a place that can be a little racially charged sometimes. Yeah. I'll hazard to say. Now, the Charlotte Hornets announcer, he tweeted out. He was trying apparently trying to tweet out about the Nuggets. Yeah. Now, do you see where I can see where this might be going, going, Gary? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Now he. he he claims that he ended up tweeting out. I'll, I'll spoil it for you. He tweeted out the N-word. He tweeted out the N-word. Tough. Yeah. Very tough to tough come back look. from. Yeah. Very tough look. Now, his defense was autocorrect. Now, and my rebuttal to that would be, why does autocorrect know the, that word? <laughs> precisely. Now, you're putting a lot of blame on Tim Cook and the Apple team on that one. Yeah. Because the, I would hazard to guess... That word isn't incorporated into the software. That's not in the system normally. No, that's one of those learned words where it's like, (laughs) oh, you didn't mean nuggets. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when I first got my iPhone, it it would replace fuck with duck all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Guess what it doesn't do anymore? It lets me type fuck because I type that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a sneak. Now, now if I were to type nuggets, guess what it would type out? nuggets because i've never typed another word that's similar to that (laughs) not another word that tends to have a little bit of history so he man that i couldn't believe that that was the defense and that some people were coming to his aid dude there's no way yes i'm sure you didn't mean to tweet it out in that instance but i would love show us your private text then show us yeah give us that apple maybe do a little proofread before you send that out well, that's the thing. Yeah. Step one would be to just, hey, never type that ever. <laughs> but uh, step two, if you if you are determined to be a racist, I mean, yeah, maybe give it a little proofread. If you're both going to be racist and be constantly in the public eye, oh, that is a fine line that you tow, my friend. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I haven't searched into it. I assume he's going to be relieved of his duties. I was going to say, like, there's no way he continues to work. I there, there, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to jump into another anti-vibe because people will remember at the start of this season, I claimed that Joel Embiid was a future MVP candidate this Mm -hmm. year, perhaps. And I still love him. One of my favorite players to watch when he's locked in. But I would like to declare right now, and I know Sixers fans are crazy, so maybe someday this will be cut out and posted on Twitter. But Joel Embiid will never be an MVP. He will never be 
the number one player on a championship team, he will never win a scoring title, even though he has the potential to do all those things. Mm -hmm. So the context I'm speaking in, the Celtics just swept the Philadelphia 76ers. And yes, Tobias Harris has paid a bunch of money to essentially act like a pylon. But Joel Embiid, man, you have Shaq-like potential. And this dude simply doesn't have the stamina or seemingly drive to finish out a game. He's like, oh, I don't want uh, a sweep to be on my resume. And then he goes out Mm -hmm. and plays maybe two and a half quarters at full effort before it's like, man, you want to be the number one guy and you have the potential to, yet you just allowed yourself to get to get swept essentially like he's not calling for the ball incessantly in the post he's not demanding touches every play down this is what the Sixers should do like he should be running on the track every chance he gets and then mm-hmm. every trip down the floor saying give me the ball I'll I'm going to put up 30 shots per game like yeah. crazy like it just sucks because I love Joel Embiid I love Ben Simmons I love them together and when I look at Joel Embiid, I do not see a dude who is like going to be hoisting a Finals MVP in his career. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It's it, it's just like, the, yeah, and he always takes such half measures too. Like at the end of last season, in the summer, he goes, "Okay, I've cut Shirley Temple's out of my out of my diet." <laughs> That's a good thing for two reasons: one, because they're not very healthy; two, because you're a grown ass man drinking a Shirley Temple. Both of those things are, are equally concerning. Why are they being consumed so much that you have to cut it out of your diet? <laughs> That's the thing. Shirley Temple, my man, that should be a once-a-year little treat for yourself on the beach. And then that's it. And then yeah. you leave me behind. But then he goes, but I still, you know, I still have cheat days. Dude, you're <laughs> paid millions and millions of dollars to be the star of a team. This is all you have to do is eat a little bit better and you can maybe be the best player on the planet. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think approach. LeBron is downing uh, Shirley Temple's every, yeah, every Shirley day. Temple's <laughs> such a bonkers, uh, <laughs> it's just such a bonkers choice of beverage, too. So oh my god! Now, my last anti-vibe before we get into some po- two more positives here is playoff P. Now, he, our 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 guy Caleb, the current the man who's in the middle of a military coup, he took some time out of his busy schedule to point out a video to me the other day. Playoff P, a.k.a. Paul George, who gave himself that nickname. Now, I'll mm-hmm. run you through the stats here in this Dallas Mavericks series. Now tied 2-2, which it has no business being tied. Paul George scored 27 points in the first game. Very good. 45% shooting. Not very efficient, but, uh, you know, that that's his role. He's got to put shots up. He's at least getting over the slump that he was in. Next game, 14 points on 23% shooting. Okay yikes not, <laughs> not not good at least he got 10 rebounds he claimed after the game yeah oh i do other things i i defend okay <laughs> well we saw the game so when you're a star player you kind of have to do both you kind of have to do both like hey if you're the the fifth option you can be like yeah i do other things except score okay i defend i rebound dude you're getting paid more than anyone else on the roster besides one player you got to do both you got to be yeah. able to score and defend yeah and how does he follow it up the next game? He scores nine points on 21% shooting. Yeah. He, he doles out three assists, no blocks, one steal, four fouls. 
But he does other stuff. He does other stuff. He does. Uh, that's the thing, though. He does do yeah. other stuff, dude. Yeah. He disabled comments on his Instagram. Th- this guy mm. has every fan in the world in his head. Um, man, it's yeah. insane. There's not even fans in the arena, and he's still letting them affect him. Yeah, I haven't seen a a, a meltdown like this in quite some time. And the funniest part is that Caleb showed me a commercial he did years ago where it's this Gatorade commercial where he's basically shooting this game-winning shot in the playoffs. And as it's going in, he grabs a Gatorade and sips it. And he's like, oh, super close to the kid. Just super corny, super corny. Yeah. And it was before he'd ever hit a game-winning shot in the playoffs. He shot a commercial with him doing it. Like, if that's not preemptive calling your shot, I don't know what is. Yeah. Just so funny. Um. I actually saw a a post from the score though the other day and it was like um, about Norman Powell Mm -hmm. and he's like the real playoff P is Norman Powell. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think the raps Twitter tweeted that out for, yeah, dude, hilarious shots taken. I feel like everyone's just having their way with them. Oh yeah. Now on the other side of the court, one more quick vibe, Luka Doncic. I mean, this kid is 21 years old. I'm sure everybody saw that shot he had uh, where he gets Kawhi Leonard off him via the screen from Maxi Kleba, then steps back, hits the game-winning three. Mm-hmm. Man, have you seen the clip, Gary? I have seen the clip. I've also seen a bunch of clips of him just, like, fucking around at practice, like, all the yeah. time. Dude, okay. Did you, man, there's video of him as they're drawing up that play in a game-winning scenario yeah. For a playoff game, he's doing he's doing bottle flips at the end of the bench. He's, trying to <laughs> flip water he's not even looking, and then he goes and hits and then he does back. that. Yeah, yeah. What That's people so funny. forget, I think sometimes it's like before he was in the NBA, he was playing in the number two league in the world since he was 16 years old. Like, yeah. yes, this is his first time in the playoffs, but not really. He's been playing high level championship basketball in front of bigger crowds than nobody. Yeah, if, since like half a decade right so this isn't entirely foreign to him but yeah he he is a monster just to run through his point production 43 points last game 42 in game one and then uh obviously uh 28 in in the second game there man this dude is a monster he got injured in game three so he obviously had a rough night and then had to come back in game four and he delivered he is Mm -hmm. maybe the ultimate five of the week now, last one. I, I've talked about on the NBA podcast in particular how my dad likes to throw out some wild NBA takes. Now, mm-hmm. the Orlando Magic beat Milwaukee game one of the uh, of the first round. And since then, the series has taken a turn that you would probably uh, expect. The Bucks now lead 3-1. They're likely going to close it out um, this week. But after that first game, my dad was like, "Oh, I think Orlando might take it, Dave. I think. I mean, <laughs> they look good. The but I mean, the Bucks just aren't themselves in this bubble. It's a different team." And I said, "Well, that's not going to happen." I mean, that's like, also the most talk. dad thing to say, like of all. Time. Yeah, yeah, just to like jump and be like, "No, that team defense. Something's something's different about this environment. Something's different without that hometown crowd, Dave." Um, no, not the case. Obviously, love you, Dad, but. Couldn't be more wrong. And so yeah. I said, I'll bet you 20 or how much? I, I don't have it written down. $50, I think, either $25 or $50, because I was, couldn't have been more confident yeah. that the Bucks end up winning. And I told him that I would give him 10 to 1 odds. Oof. 
which is a hefty sum. I mean, um, you're honestly, a betting man, but I've never seen you make a bet that 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 well, confident that, okay. and that big. The thing is, man, I honestly I should have looked at the Vegas odds. I'm sure I gave him a deal. Even probably yeah. one oh man, I'm sure it, it was more than a ten to one mm-hmm. bet that Well that first game was definitely that. like you know when you're playing against a bad team and you kind of play down to the level because you're just like ah yeah you kind of you get them fired off. up yeah and then yeah. you're like okay now let's step it up now it's like exactly you start hearing the noise too of people being like oh you start hearing people like my dad pull out <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. they probably heard your dad's comments like okay yeah well. dude so funny and he kept reminding like i got a little worried though because before game two he kept saying like okay so that's like whatever it was 250 500 like 500 bucks like we got podcast money but we're not making caleb money yeah no like, like we said know. last time like we do pretty well for ourselves, but Caleb is on another planet. It's another. I would have. I maybe would have had to go to the bank of beer and yeah. get some help. Yeah. Man, but yeah, that, that's my vibe. I'm gonna take that money out of my dad's pocket for <laughs> real. Yeah, I want. Do we want to go positive vibes or negative? Because I got a fashion vibe for you. I got. I got some stories. I got a, and I've got a huge baking update of the week. I think we um, saved so the baking we, update for last. I for think last, we got to go out on that. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. So how about so you? You were gone for quite some. We talked about last week. We were podcasting up a storm. Yeah, three in two days. I think we did three in two days, and yeah. and we mentioned it was a it was a was a podcast record. We had to check with the proper authorities. Yeah. We had to check with Guinness. We had to check with Spotify and Apple just to make sure. You know, cross our teeth, dot our eyes. Turns mm-hmm. out it was. Turns yeah. out no one had had ever done it before. And so, I mean, I don't like to pat ourselves on the back, but I mean, I'd like to, I good. think it's appropriate to take a second for our audio listeners. Mm-hmm. I am patting myself on the back right now. I don't know if you can hear that, but I, but we backlogged because you were going away. Yeah. Went away with the GF for, well, you explain, you explain what it was. Uh, we just went up there. She lives quite far North. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like an eight hour drive. Yikes. Which is no yeah. tickets. No tickets. Okay. I got a couple couple things. Cool. All I want to say is just don't go on a road trip with me because I just have the worst luck apparently. But um, so yeah, <laughs> we went up there for a week. We were, the reason we were going up there is to camp with their her friend's wedding party because they were supposed to have the wedding this weekend, but they mm-hmm. pushed it back a year just because of like COVID and all that. So yep. we ended up, we just stayed with their parents for five days and then went camping with them. But like, yeah, it was just an unreal time. Just chilling. She lives on a lake. Our little R and R. So like, yeah, yeah, just like canoeing, hiking. Nice. Just, just straight chilling, doing absolutely nothing. And my goal uh, was to like not message you about anything too. I did. You did message you me. Said, Damn it! I felt bad. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to text him about anything. But I was like, hey, just want to check that the Gossip Boys podcast is scheduled for Saturday. Yeah, and it and was. It, it was. It. it was. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I I didn't get any messages actually. Like, no one was like. I, we, there's no service up there anywhere. Oh, so true, if you yeah. don't have Wi-Fi, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna receive any messages at all. And any mm. like all the Wi-Fi up there is just like not good. Like I couldn't yeah. even post like Snapchat stories or like anything. Like it was yeah. just. But it was nice to be What's disconnected. Yeah, it was nice to be disconnected from everything and uh, just chilling. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, they party hard up there for sure. Man, and you <laughs> managed to get a couple videos over to us. Yeah. And holy shit, look. <laughs> 
and and Gary, I mean, it's the best way possible. You are used to being. I don't know if people can can understand this um, via the cod- context of the pod. Gary's yeah. used to being the life of the party. Very fun dude. Very good at any social gathering. It looked like you were paling in comparison to how oh, hard I was, these people were partying. Indeed, I was very yeah. much so. Also, like the fact that I didn't know anyone wasn't held held my case. But fair enough. I held my own. I feel like I feel like sure. I did, yeah. Did, yeah. Well, the I mean, sec- they probably the don't first day, the way. first day I did great. The second day, I was just like, no, nah, I can't do it. I can't. You can I can't hang anymore. In the face, there's no way those people have any recollection. <laughs> no, no, actually, no. I got a funny story about that too, though. So the place we're staying at, it's just like this big like lot with a bunch of cottages, and then there's like mm-hmm. a little dock where you can bring your boat or whatever. But the dock is the sketchiest thing I've ever seen. It's like it starts up high and then it goes like lower and then lower again, mm-hmm. and that's already enough to like like warrant to fall into the lake like you're walking downwards on a, a dock with no siding probably pretty slippery sometimes yeah pretty slippery you know there's water yeah. nearby and yeah but on top of that it's like slanted like each way like so <laughs> can you hold on can you hear that oh i can hear that yeah yeah is that your home phone yeah you still have a home phone should i just break it <laughs> like what like what so right, like i was ahead. saying yeah, so the dock is is slanted like it's you're going downwards and it's also slanted mm-hmm. side to side, and it's it's kind of wobbly, so it's just not not a place to be. But <laughs> I mean, I, I might have to say this might not even be technically a dock anymore. No, well, the second day we were gonna get on the pontoon boat, and we were renting it from the guy, and we we're we we're all like uh, shuffling onto the side of the dock, and then it, it has these little like um, platforms like beside the boat, so you can just hop on. And two people stepped on it, and it collapsed. And just, like, the one side just dipped into the water. And I was like, okay, well, this is, yeah, the sketchiest place I've ever been. Dangerous game. Dangerous game. I wish I took some pictures of the property. Like, it was, it was like, super sketchy. It looked like a really like a scrapyard <laughs> so with, wasn't with anyone, cottages. Like, no one owned it there. Like, it no, was, no, was, yeah. Like, you guys went there. Okay, no, okay. the owner, the owner is, his parents own the McDonald's in town. And... They make a ton of money because, like, it's yeah. the only place to, like, get food up there. <laughs> so, like, they're just franchising this McDonald's. And then their son is just, like, living off the the benefits. The and doors. he just bought this property and he just rents out the cottages. Just and, like, some cottage slumlord. Yeah. No. His his main cottage has two decks. One on the second level, one on the third level. And they both have no railings. Like, you could just walk off. <laughs> like, it's just so scuffed. Wow. I really, really wish I took pictures. Cause That's I, I, so I, funny. There yeah, probably is pictures see. on the internet somewhere. I'll have to find them. But yeah, so the, the, the dock collapse is just not sent in a good tone. They almost sunk the yeah, pontoon yeah. boat shortly after they went out. Yikes. Like, it was just not good. But so the first night we were there, they were planning to do, like, this surprise fireworks show. So we had to get everyone out onto the end of the dock. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, let's go to the dock. Like, the guy in the Snapchat video, you, you saw, like, the, the, the Life to Party guy. He's like, everyone to the end of the dock, let's go. So we're all shuffling out there. And they put on the fireworks show. Everything's going great. Fireworks are amazing. And so we're going on the way back in. And the guy in front of me is like, he's pretty drunk. Like, he's he's stumbling all over the place. And yeah. so it's not the place you want to be stumbling. No. So I'm I'm walking behind him. He's right in front of me. He takes a little shuffle to the right. Boom, right into the water. 
Yeah. And he's like fully clothed. He's wearing boots, like cowboy boots. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a wild move in itself. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy Pro- boots is not the boot for stability. No, definitely not the boot for stability. He proceeds to get up out of the water. Like he, he goes into like flight or fight, like f- fight or flight mode. He's like super quick. Like he probably fell in. I, I'm surprised he even got wet with how fast he got out of the water. <laughs> like it was almost like he teleported in and out of the water and he gets back up and does two shuffles to the left and then goes back into the water on the other side of the dock on the other side yeah and then he proceeds to get up again like super quick and he stands up and we're like yo dave y'all right he's like yeah i'm not even wet Dave, you all right? After the second dunk, like that's so funny to me. Like we have the answer. This dude is clearly more inebriated than he's ever been in his life. Man, that is so funny. The it was. I wasn't even fall. like fully. Yeah, I wasn't even fully paying attention. But then I felt like a splash on my feet, and I looked down. He's in the water, and then he just gets up and falls right back in. Like falling oh off the God. dock is bad enough, but doing it twice oh, in the span sure. of doing five twice. seconds that quickly like yeah you, it just happened that should be the first thing in your mind is like okay i gotta make it to the end of this dock yeah. and not fall in again that's the one thing i'd be thinking wow no that was that was the highlight of the like, weekend for me for sure. not a lot of shame though you know what i mean no. i would assume because oh, yeah, he no shame. Out, he's no like shame. okay back to regular life if i fall in again it's so in the hands it. of god now yeah, yeah so be it wow that is hilarious so a good a good week though solid week for sure i'm yeah. glad to hear it i'm glad to hear it now, I we talked about Caleb earlier. I just want to give a quick little ju- – so, as I assumed, Caleb is – I think I said this when I first got the swatch, that mm-hmm. Caleb would not be a fan. Because Caleb's a man of refined taste. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. All black clothing, black nail polish. Yeah. And I, I, and I was I, – and I got word this week from the man himself that his father – saw my swatch as i was as i was running he saw that's how first of all, he I, sniped oh, it from that right, far away so i stopped and, and said hey oh, okay um yeah i thought yeah. he just like saw you through the window like no, across no, no. the street he's like is that a swatch but he didn't say it in the moment but he ended up i guess going home and yeah. and said he knew it as a swatch though he recognized oh, it wow. as a swatch and he goes um i guess he asked Caleb, well is david getting a swatch I said, oh yeah oh yeah he's got one <laughs> and he said oh man one of the best brands out there. So he said the exact same stuff I did. Durable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'd think I, you were both sponsored like, by Swatch. I, I wish, my man. There is no, <laughs> and honestly, the moment I said that's all I needed, um, because I'll tell you this. So I ended up buying two more the moment I got any validation for it. Yeah, of course. However, earlier in the week, I was getting a bunch of compliments. And they were, and I swear to God, I got three compliments on the Swatch. And they were all from boys under the age of 10. As I was checking, like, because I at the bookstore, said bookstore, I'd yeah. be like r- ringing through or helping them out. They'd be like, oh, cool watch. And I was like, fuck, okay, well, <laughs> maybe it's a little, uh, maybe it's a little juvenile. Because it's just, childish. it's bright orange. Yeah, it looks like yeah. something that might come in a cereal box. It's just and like colors. Like, as soon as I see a color, like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, it's but amazing. their parents didn't follow up. Would have been super easy for their parents to be like, "Yeah, it is kind of cool." And said, like, "Okay, okay, well, <laughs> step back. This man's have a some refined taste, Tommy." Yeah, I. So I need I needed a grown adult to tell me that they liked it. So the moment I got it, I uh, I, I jumped on it. But 
Also, I do, I have to bring up this. One of, a, one of the junkheads, a follower, came up to me at my place of work, and we start mm-hmm. chatting. An old, an old work friend of ours, yeah, uh, Gary. You might be able to guess who it is, but uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you. You know, off possum. Were they the one that texted me? Them. Is that? Oh, I have, I have no idea. Who texted? Oh, you? I, I, I sent you a thing. She, she was like. Oh no, about, no, no, like, no, 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 British, no, 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 not that. One. No, not no, no, that, that is different. a. That but is shout a, out to her also. For... Shout out to her. A, a far better junkhead. That's what yeah. I'll say. A oh better, wow. Okay. Yes. So this dude, and I love him. This dude comes up to me, and he says, "Ah, Dave, man, those Instagram, those IGTVs you put up of the podcast, those are so funny, man." And I'm like, "Oh, great, yeah, glad you like them. Yeah. Like, the podcast Thanks. is funny too." You know what I mean? Like yeah, the yeah. whole thing is pretty good. Check it out. Like that is such a cra- hey. He's not listening to the podcast, but he likes all the advertisements for the podcast. That's yeah. like that's like watching a bunch of trailers for a movie and be like, "Hey, this looks good," and then just that's like seeing never a commercial it. for a delicious hamburger. Yeah, and it looks amazing. You're like, "Oh my gosh!" It looks. It doesn't look too greasy. It looks like it's it's got a bunch of flavor. Oh, I want to eat that so bad. And then they tell you, "Hey." The hamburger, it's actually free. And you're like, what? No way. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's actually in your pocket right now. You can yeah. have it right now. Ah, no, I think I'm good. But it looks amazing. <laughs> and I have it right here in my hands. Yeah. Like, but so, I mean, if you, I, I mean, they'll never see this. But if you like the IGTVs, there's a longer version. It's called a podcast. You <laughs> we'll should make, check it out. We'll make this the IGTV, just specifically <laughs> yeah. calling them out. Yeah. But um, hey, we still appreciate the, uh, people, sure. the people who yeah. like the IGTVs. We still appreciate you. We appreciate you just less. Just a little bit less. No, oh, for sure less. And you should know that for <laughs> yeah. sure. But we still appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I appreciate a child uh, liking my watch. Yeah. Sure. It's fine. It means a lot less than coming from a grown ass adult. But yeah. sure. I'll take the compliment. Now. Do you did you have anything else from this week? Because I I do have one more negative thing, and then we'll get into a, a huge baking update of the week. Yeah, no, I just chill vibes. Like, there's we didn't get up to a lot. Of, man, you a lot are, of crazy man, things. you are are on a chill, chill ass right vibes. Now. Yeah, chill ass vibe from across. I man. wasn't okay. trying to get any crazy stories. I was just trying to chill. We did get a Ride flat tire. Wave. We did get a flat tire on the way back. Okay, that's the thing, dude. You, yeah, you're, man, you trying to go on a trip with your girlfriend is not without its hurdles. Yeah, we got the the speeding ticket we talked about. Yes, sir. We got the flat tires. Flat tires. Oh, before we were going to go up, we were going to take my car, but the starter broke. There we go. A day before. And so we're like, "Uh, well, now we need a, a ride from her dad, who drove eight hours down, eight hours back, and then did it again. A week later no way yeah oh my god what a what a champion what a mm-hmm. great guy holy yeah. wow that's nuts and you still got the flat tire at some point is do you ever think like oh this is a sign from god begging me to not go somewhere like because i'll die there you it has know what crossed I mean? my like, mind i how many obstacles do you have to jump yeah i don't know maybe i i don't want to stop traveling though so 
Death's on the keep, horizon, I guess. Just keep hurling, I guess. Yeah, yeah it is inevitable. Yeah. yeah. So that, and again, that's what I want our listeners to take away from this. If you if you take anything away from our podcast, our motto has always been, "Death is the run of my podcast. Death is inevitable." Yeah. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. the run of my podcast. We play for keeps. We still stand by that. We still play yeah. for keeps, right, Eric? Also, uh, the Juncture Magazine. There's always another one until there isn't. Always another one until there isn't. Last one coming out in September, August 29th, Revolume 11. Yeah. There's, our, there's a little play. We like to sneak it in the middle sometimes. That's called uh, <laughs> guerrilla marketing. Yeah. Don't look that up. I don't know. <laughs> um, also, also, someone who I, uh, I saw for a brief period of time um, this past fall, I just started, I just want to bring this up as a big anti-vibe. I saw her tweet out, um, I think it was yesterday, she tweeted, uh, I just want to find a decent man with a, a decent mustache. Is that too much to ask for? Which is a tough blow to me because I hit she one of those categories. <laughs> and so therefore, clearly, I missed out on the other one. Yeah. I, I man, unequivocally, decent mustache. Ipso facto, not a decent man, which is yeah. fair. I'll take or that the inverse. What if she's like, oh, good guy, bad mustache. I think that would hurt more. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think I would rather. I think I'd rather the former. Um, there's always the the devastating third option that I'm checking neither box. <laughs> yeah, you could be. Yeah, that could bad guy be an option. Also, bad mustache. So yeah. the fact that she wasn't even obviously thinking about me when she tweeted, she was like, "Oh, I've obviously never met either. I don't know Tom <laughs> Selleck, and I, <laughs> yeah, I know David Stahl, the guy with the the horrible facial hair and the uh, the bad jokes and the stupid podcast. Yeah." I mean, that's definitely an option. So kind of a kind blow of to the ego, yeah. Definitely a tough blow to the ego because every option isn't great. What's your the best? Only... What's the option you want to be true? You want to be bad guy, bad mustache. It's tough. Bad guy, good I, mustache. I think I'd well, I, I think I'd want to be bad guy, good mustache because at that point it's almost like a trope. Like I'm like mm-hmm. a Western villain. You know that's, what I mean? That is like true. there are a lot of bad dudes with great mustaches. And they're very famous. They play integral roles in a lot of different stories. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I could yeah. be like I could be tying um, a damsel up to a railroad railroad track. Now I certainly wouldn't do that. I'm just saying in a Western plot that would be my role. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer that. I think I prefer that. I could always change my personality. Yeah, facial hair. You're pretty much stuck with that. Can't unless change you get, the mustache yeah. unless you get mustache implants. I'd be interested to see how many people are getting hair transplants on. <laughs> their upper lip it's a little bit of a vibe um it's something for <laughs> sure it's it's a it's a vibe i don't know if it's good, good bad sad. it's a vibe it is it's a something. vibe. it yeah. is something for sure that's the thing um, when people say it's a vibe they generally mean it's a good thing but on the run amok podcast a vibe is not neither good we, nor bad a vibe is just what it is yeah we redefine the run amok podcast a vibe is just what it is yeah and we and and that and we've always said that and we play for keeps and I mm-hmm. stay and both those sentiments are true at the same time. Yeah. Now, I, I, the baking update of the week is something that has, um, has come to a climax this week. I would say. So first things first, we gotta wait. Hold on, Gary. I just, you ready? I'm ready. I don't want to press. I got it my finger on the button. You got it. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to press it. Baking update of the week. 
Because I can't you press it? it. Oh, I got Did it. You get... I got it. Yeah. Oh, shit. It sounded like you were a little late there. No, I wasn't no. late. I was just okay. uh, registering that you pressed it, making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, sure be- if I press it before you press it, you know it, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And no. sometimes I like to fake it out, too. So, I mean, I, I appreciate the, the caution there. So, yeah. I've always said that it was time to graduate. I, I had done scones. I had done, I'd done cookies. I had done muffins. I have mm-hmm. done an apple crumble, which I mean, an apple crumble at that point, you're not even baking. I'll say you're that right now. You're just throwing apples and cinnamon and sugar into yeah, like a pot. It, yes. And, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It takes no chemistry or skill whatsoever. If no. you can cut an apple, you can do an apple crumble. And even that, I struggle to a little bit. But that being said, <laughs> we're past that. That's not what we're talking about this week. So, baking up day of the week, I had. One of one of my favorite junkheads in the world. Uh, sometimes junkhead can almost be demeaning when I start referring to like my friends as junkheads. You know what I mean? Like that's such a hilarious distinction. You've been downgraded. You're someone who uh, You're consumes my content. Yeah. Yeah. But so she said, "Okay, come over and we'll do a baking lesson," mm-hmm. which was huge. So it was going to be lemon meringue pie and a marbled brownie, both mm. of which I've never done before. Marbled brownie and sounds like you could. It sounds like it's, it sounds like it would be easy, but then you 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 try and do it, and you're like, oh wait, this is this is more difficult than I thought. Well, it it turns out every step of the process is more difficult than you would think. Man, really? I didn't re- I didn't realize like I always knew baking is is chemistry. Mm-hmm. Did not realize I like what I was doing before was grade one science. <laughs> the, yeah. It was it was nothing. It was it was putting uh, um, baking soda in vinegar and watching things bubble up. And I'm calling myself a scientist, which you struggled into, like with. a PhD in baking. Man, yeah. it was which I did struggle with. Yes, yeah, yeah with exactly. the multiplying of the the recipes. Yeah, and so I go over and she suggests that we do two baking projects at once. We're going to do the brownies while we're doing the pie which is well, that's I mean, a lot that of seems... fo- that's a lot of focus that's a lot of juggling i don't know if i don't know how i feel about that like when i'm baking or when i'm cooking sorry and cooking's easy it's a, cooking's lot, of, like, it's a lot of different measurements yeah like i just i i i'll start cooking them i'll have to do one thing at a time like i'm cooking the meat i'm not cutting vegetables at the same time i can't focus i can't do it it's too much shit going on no no i i couldn't agree more so mm-hmm. What we start off doing is doing the pie. And, and so her chief goal, well, first of all, and ah, man, it would have been great to film, but I didn't want it to seem like I was only going over there for like a good piece of content. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I thought about maybe filming it, but look, I'm sure the chief goal was to hang out with an old friend. Second one, it was very clear that her number one goal was to, to help me learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that she did. That she did. However, Oh, man, she is a veteran of baking for 10 years, apparently. Been baking forever. Mm. I think I ruined her process as a baker. I think I interrupted every... I think I threw a, a stick in her spokes. I think I... I like She didn't show it. She hit it well. I think I frazzled her, her timing and her rhythm. Mm-hmm. So she gave me the biggest struggle. I was going to have you guess. I don't think you'd be able to guess. My biggest struggle was separating eggs which is mm. a big uh, that's a that's a very important task in lemon meringue you need those whites and you need those yolks and you need them to not be in the same bowl yeah man 
if someone put a gun to my head, let's say it's like almost like a taking situation. My, my whole family is kidnapped by Russian operatives. They're put in this um, storage facility, gun to their head. I don't know why. Let's assume I was sleeping with um, a Russian ambassador's uh, beautiful wife. She's younger than 30 still. I don't know. Not relevant. But let's say that's the reason. And they say, David, we have a gun to your family's head. If you want them to go free, you have to separate two eggs properly. They'd be Can dead. They and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. What was All your, my family what was members your strategy? would not live. What was your strategy? Did you do the crack the egg and, and then keep the uh, yolk and the white in the egg and just like yes. push it back and forth? Okay. Because I've done it before where you crack it and then you put it in your hand and then you like let the whites go through your fingers, which might so have been easier. What she showed me. She showed me multiple ways. Yeah. So yeah. I tried to just go from shell to shell, but mm-hmm. I cracked it. And the one half was way too small to yeah. hold the yolk. So I tried to put it in there. It ended and up it flopping. Out. It was, it was, that one was a huge mess. Then she shows me through the hand method. So I go for that. And it's in my head at that point. I break the whole yolk. The whole yolk is broken. Now it's all mixed up. And here's the thing. I picked up a packet of eggs uh, beforehand. And one of them had broken in the container. Uh, we, had already, we had already made the brownies, right? Yeah. And so we're, we're down on eggs. We've made a pie crust at this point. We don't have a lot of eggs left. In fact, we have one egg left. And so I say, you know what? I can't even take this anymore. I'm too frazzled. I'm in my own head. We mm-hmm. have one egg left. I need to send this over to you, right? That's a natural thing to do. Yeah. And I had thrown so many complications into the air. The, mer- the meringue was not boiling properly. Like I, a lot was good. This was nearing the end of the project and a lot was going up in the air. She cracks the egg, obviously perfectly, separates it, and she puts the yolk into the egg whites. Like she did it perfectly. She separated it perfectly, but then she mixed up bowls and put the wrong one in the. Uh, yeah. And then, and yeah. You hate to see it because the problem was um, she was busy teaching me, obviously, mm-hmm. and I, I, I had no confidence. I had so much confidence that she knew what she was doing that any step along the way, like I was going to tell her, oh, don't put it in that bowl. But I was like, ah, she knows what she's doing. That last <laughs> yolk is probably supposed to go in with the egg whites. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. just assumed. Yeah. And so it was a wild adventure. And then so <laughs> I'm about to try the pie the next day i'm about to dig in couldn't be it ended up looking beautiful so Mm -hmm. she like worked her magic she ended up fixing it it looked beautiful i'm about to dig in and i get a snapchat from her and you know you know what it says omg we forgot two teaspoons of sugar oh in the recipe (laughs) which I, i and this is the thing with a veteran baker. I'm sure your girlfriend's like this. Sometimes she looked at the recipe and she was like, oh, I think that's a little off. I'll make a judgment call here. I think we need this much of the ingredient instead. Like she was kind of audibling, which is like, I mean, mm-hmm. the sign of a true master of something. Yeah. Uh, you see LeBron do that on the basketball court. Like, hey, this play is breaking down. We're going with this direction instead. We're going to attack the weak side differently. That's what she was doing. She was reading the defense yeah. and audibling at the last second. And so I had a lot of faith. Still turned out beautifully. However, it w- I, I I would give myself a fail mark on mm. my first. Did it taste test. fine though? Like, was it bitter or did it need that sugar? It, t- it tastes fine. 
fine. It, it it did not need the sugar. It tasted okay. beautiful. I still I still have some too, and we'll have a picture at the bottom of the screen. It looks great. It tasted great. The brownies turned out beautifully. Awesome. But man, I'm giving. But that was not of my own. It goodness. wasn't on your your of your own volition. It was. It was not of my own volition. Yeah. So she's gonna send over the recipe, um, and so I'm praying that Jake doesn't listen to this episode because she, dude, <laughs> she. She listens to the podcast and she's like, I don't know who this Jake guy is, but we're going to prove him wrong, which is the exact energy I wanted going in. Yeah. Um, but well, I so think now it, you it have to tackle it on your own. Yeah. Dude, she's sending me the recipes and it's uh, because she's moving. She's done. She's oh, finished yeah. her master's and she's out of the city. That's my dude. Yeah. My Mrs. Miyagi just left after the first lesson. Yeah. That's not how Karate Kid went. Mr. <laughs> Miyagi was there for a long ass time. He's like, hey, yeah, she basically said, Hey, go after the fly with the chopsticks or wash my car. Uh, and then wax on, wax off. left. And then left. I didn't get any of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. a little, it's a little premature. I, not her fault. Would I, would I expect her to uproot her whole life and end up staying in a city that she's not doing anything in for an extra few months so I can learn how to bake? Probably. In a perfect world, yes. In a perfect world, yes, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, she's leaving. I've lost my Miyagi. And uh, and so the true test is going to be on my own. But I'm determined. I think maybe okay. You know how the... you know how you're talking about filming the teaching. Maybe yeah. you should just film you baking it. Oh, that is... I I think I'll have to because I think you be have to. Dude, At this point, you have to. She was out. She was giving out some beautiful. The reason why I I wish I did it with her is because she took on such a Bob Ross approach to baking. Mm-hmm. That really contrasted with my um, incessant panicking that things were going wrong. <laughs> yeah. like she would go, hey, sometimes the crust breaks a bit. That's okay. Put a little water on. Or sometimes something goes like this and it turns into this. Like so calm, so adaptive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a hole in the crust. Let's put the kitchen to the ground. Like I have no idea any way to save it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think doing it on my own will um, – It'll, it might be a little wilder because there's no calming presence. The baking will also inevitably be worse. But I, I think it'll be uh, entertaining. I'd be down for, for you and I to, uh, to get together and, and do that sometime, Gary. So That'd keep an be, eye on it. I think so. You should, you should take on both personalities yourself. Like during – you should calm collected while you're explaining everything. And then as <laughs> soon as it cuts to you like actually doing the steps, you're just like pure panic mode. And then, I think, and then you and recollect and you're like, hey, it's going to be fine. And, and like, honestly, shit, I think shit, that's going to manifest itself quite naturally as yeah. well. I think that's going to be my natural approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she saw, yeah, some uh, some of those flashes of pain. It's tough to judge ourselves in the moment. But at university, she pointed out that I'm uh, I'm a far quieter person than I am on this podcast and, and in my every regular day life. So well, she may have seen if- a flash of the manic david that is yeah normal yeah well if you were talking like this in real life <laughs> you'd kind of be an asshole just like constantly talking yeah. about yes. yourself yeah. and just not receiving any answers <laughs> yeah. just, like, just one of those guys yeah just in my own bubble that's yeah. just how i operate everyday life this is Imagine. how i run the magazine too i like to call up each writer and for about an hour just yell at them about how their stories can affect me personally. I like to turn it all around yeah. towards me um, with every, every interaction I have. So baking update of the week. Unfortunately, this one um, I'm giving like to her. It couldn't be a bigger win. We got two delicious desserts to me. 
her biggest takeaway was she didn't want me to be afraid to bake though that was her goal which mm-hmm. is a beautiful sentiment she was like hey you just gotta start baking yeah. and and don't be afraid of that failure and so i, I take i thank you to my miyagi and and i'm ready to move forward in a more optimistic way no mm-hmm. more muffins fuck muffins we're done with muffins muffins <laughs> are dead muffins. to me all my uh, homies hate muffins all my homies hate muffins i still fuck with scones um yeah. cookies you can go die. I don't care. Yeah. Um, what else did I even make? Apple crumble. You're not even a real dessert. You're just a bunch of shit cooked up in a pan. You're nothing. So like apple crumbles. Apple crumble is a good like potluck thing. I'll give it that. Apple crumble's delicious, but I'm not patting you on the back because you made an apple crumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I even even uh, Walt Gilmore with zero eyes could make a <laughs> make a apple crumble. Yeah. Probably right. on the ground, but it would be yeah. together. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for episode 48.0 of the Run of My Podcast. Remember, this coming Saturday, volume 11, our second last issue of the magazine debuts. We have a ton of really, really, really good stories. We have a story on the new landscape of talk shows. We have a story on the new age of horror. We have a story on literally everything for you. Rena Mushanga, who we've talked about at length. Story yep. on her. Bob Dylan little baby we have a story on everybody so please check it out rate review subscribe to the podcast shout out to our new reviewer this week we love it mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for listening remember gary a weapon never flies at night and thank you oh. death is inevitable death is inevitable. thank you <laughs>